0: Need a pep talk? Come hang with us weekly while we serve up realness with a side of sass and help you learn
1: to love yourself in every shape, size, and season. We laugh, we cry, we dig deep, we shoot the shit, we feel our feels, and we highlight the real. I'm Becca, and I'm AMQ, and this is
0: I Got You Boo. Hello, hello. Hi. It's a Monday night yet again.
1: <laughs> it's just like, a, you know what though? It's becoming this week. Again, time is just a weird construct for all of us. Yes. But for Becca and I, we're just going to go. We're just, it's pod time all the time this coming week for us, which means nothing for you when you're listening.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, I, I, it's a marathon week for sure. I think this is probably the most episodes we're recording in one week, right? I think we might have done three before. Yeah. I think. Before you went to Punta. I
1: think we might have done. I think, nah, I don't know. I think we might have done three, but like, I feel like there was one time we did two episodes in one day. Never again. And then we still record it. Never. No, we did that once and never again.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) We didn't give you our best, Boo Crew. We didn't give you our best when we did that. That's for sure. No. When we first
1: started, I think we also did. Remember when we did like, we called it like episode zero, zero, like the mini-sode. We did like our back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back repeating our intro stuff and our extra stuff. And then we did episode one. Mm -hmm. Mistake. We didn't know the things we did. We had know. no idea. But
0: this is our 50th, now, though, our 50th episode. So we're calling this the half centennial
1: <laughs> because that's what we do here. We mm-hmm. make up
0: words. It's really been one of my prouder things I've made up. Is <laughs> This is like one of those things that I lie to my students about. And I'm like, they're like, is that really what it is I'm Like, Yeah. Google it. But not now. I mean, we got to go. <laughs> I think that, like it makes sense. Makes sense to me. Maybe it is a thing. I have no idea.
1: I said bicentennial, but I think that would mean like every other a hundred years, which isn't.
0: what did that mean, <laughs> bi work. means two. So wouldn't that mean twice in a hundred years? Twice in a hundred episodes. Yeah. Which kind
1: of also makes sense because if this is the Fuck, 50th. I can't. It's too complicated. <laughs> Basically though, um, we've learned a lot in 50 episodes, I feel. And also I feel like yeah. there's so much yet to learn.
0: <laughs> so it's like, here we are. We're going to come to our hundredth episode and be like, remember how we talked about the fiftieth episode, how much we learned? And then we were like, nah, bitch. There was a lot more that we had to go through.
1: We also have like funny math skills as we know already. Like, I think like we've talked about a couple of times. We're like, oh yeah, we're going to be at like episode a hundred by whatever month. And then we're like, no, (laughs) that's not, no, that's, there's not actually, that's not how weeks work, but eh, no. Yeah.
0: Something to be better at might be math for this next year.
1: (laughs) Listen, but I've never math in general is not. Yeah, I agree. Now that we've like had all of our tax fiascos, it would be nice to be better at math. But I don't know that if we were better at math, it would have changed anything. I think it was just like learning.
0: Yeah, maybe accounting specifically. (laughs) And who knows? Here's to hoping that everything is even correct. I can't tell you I'm still losing sleep over it, if I'm being honest. I've been having this past, like, three nights. I have woken up in the middle of the night stressed about the forms how they were, cause some of them were electronically sent. Some of them I mailed out regular Mm -hmm. postage and I was like, did I sign what I needed to sign? Did I check off what I needed to check off? Oh my God, what if I messed up? And then there's that weird thing that like in the middle of the night when these thoughts come through, they feel like they're really big deals. But then in the daytime when you're consciously fully awake, you're like, if there is anything wrong, they're just going to be like, Hey, you messed up this form, which is really Mm -hmm. not a big deal. (laughs) So but in the middle of the night, man, when those thoughts come in and after being in debt and getting myself out of it for so, and like the, I've talked about it on the episode before how that was such a beast for me, financial stuff, I guess, mm-hmm. is just a very big stress trigger. So <laughs> deal. going yeah. from being, getting out of debt <laughs> to starting a business and having all of this, it was like, talk about a 180. <laughs> that was yeah a lot. It's a lot.
1: It's a lot. And you like, yeah. you're right. They They're going to tell us, but we also, it's new to us. Like, this is not like doing your own taxes. Like it feels kind of like doing your own taxes, but then also it's not. Not
0: at all. Not even close. It's different.
1: Especially because like I'm in Canada, you're in the States. There's the business. There's like expense. There's just all these other things that we knew.
0: Dealing with the foreign. We didn't think, we didn't think the foreign situation was going to be as big of a deal until I was like, when I had, yeah. And our accountant was like, okay, give me her address. And I was like, it's Canada. And he goes, that's a whole, (laughs) everything we did, he was like, that's a whole other thing. It's a foreign partnership. So we had to like go back and do it all. Like it was like, I was like, just give me her identity. Just, can I get a blood sample? Is that easier? Like she's, everything's fine. Do I need to cross the border? What do I need to do here? God damn. Sign something
1: with a quill? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I need. Oh, anyway. Anyways, we've learned a lot. I know. Yes. And in a hundred, on our hundredth episode, we'll be like, so we figured it out. <laughs> It'll
0: be great. Yeah. We got it. Next time will be great. better. So besides taxes, I think we talked about that now the last two episodes. What's a vibe check? Anything good?
1: I wanted to ask you Uh-oh. a question because I saw something. Oh, oh, I saw like a WTAF news thing and I was like, okay, all right, let me ask Becca. So, when you drive to work, how long is your commute? 15 minutes. Okay. So up here, I've noticed since the weather has started to get a little like a little bit warmer, like let's not, you know. If this has anything
0: warmer, to do with driving, with the answer is going to be yes, I'm annoyed by it.
1: <laughs> well, kind of. Okay. So because of the gas prices being wild, which I know it's the same thing where you are, it's not like we're in a different country, but it's still the same because gas prices are crazy. So I've noticed that. There are people like buying like scooters. Like, you know, those little like motorized, like half motorized, but also like you can motorize them or you can pedal. Mm-hmm. Like you can work up the momentum. No. And I was like, wow, there's a lot. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, <laughs> would you ever would you ever opt to scoot to work? No.
0: If I if I didn't have to get onto <laughs> any like major, Why? major roads, no then yeah. But I have to like get onto like Mini highway. Oh, like there's, I there's there's merging fun involved. visual
1: of you on a scooter with like a purple head, like a purple helmet, <laughs> with like leopard print stickers on it. Like I had a whole thing in my brain. Like that would oh, be very totally adorable scoot to her. It would. I You'd would be like if a it was like. like <laughs> a little meatball yeah. on a scooter.
0: <laughs> yeah. Meatball, boot scoot and boogie in. I, if I was like, if my school was in town, then absolutely. But I have to like merge mm. things and I feel like I would
1: Right, that get hit a little more. Dangerous.
0: <laughs> I would never, it would never go well. It would never go well. My hair would be not a mess. They'd be like, are you good? The reason I asked was cause
1: there's uh, I saw this news article. It was like Massachusetts man touts electric unicycle as answer to high gas prices. And it's a legit unicycle. Like it's, it's like a, it's literally he's One. standing on a bike pedal and there's two bike two bike pedals and yeah, he's just like got some crazy core balance No unicycles to work. And I was like, okay, but like his, apparently his commute is eight minutes in a car and it takes him a whopping four minutes to get to work on the unicycle. And I was like, yeah, but that's, that's like- shit. Not realistic, you know?
0: No, yeah. I want to see it. Bullshit.
1: It's a (laughs) unicycle. He has to like stand up straight. Like, why wouldn't you just take a bike? Like, that sounds so dangerous. Does it have handles? Unicycle. No, he's literally standing up straight on this platform with a pedal
0: on each side. That's stupid. And is just like very balanced. I know. I feel like that's just (laughs) stupid. That's not, there's not, like, you don't look cool, dude. You look like an idiot.
1: (laughs) And... He said that he doesn't take a bike because then he doesn't have to spend the money or worry about the time that it takes to like lock up his bike. Because with the unicycle, you can just pick it up. It's literally like smaller than a skateboard. He just picks it up and brings it into the office with him.
0: Or he doesn't have to worry about it because who the fuck would want to steal a unicycle? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like, like, what are the odds that somebody else out there knows how to drive a unicycle? (laughs) I do wonder if it's going to turn into like everyone has an electric car now.
1: I know. Seriously. I mean, that would be great for the environment, but yeah. also very, very, very expensive until, until it's not expensive right. because at some point there's going to have to be like an, a, a breaking point where it's like, well, we're trying to save the environment here and we're running low on oil supplies. So therefore these car companies need to do something.
0: I mean, it makes sense to me. Me too. But then again, what the fuck do we know? <laughs>
1: We're like, the Jetsons had it figured out. Yeah. You know, apparently according to the Jetsons, that's right. I'm talking about the Hanna-Barbera cartoon. (laughs) In 2020, according to the Jetsons, we were supposed to have all of our cars be hovercrafts. And I would love that.
0: I, would you trust it though? I don't know if I could trust it. I mean, like if they were, okay, mm -hmm. here's a, here's a good, (laughs) yeah. Like if they were like, okay, we came up with this car. Like it definitely works. Like here, everyone can get one for a crazy discounted price. The inflation is nuts, but we want to make this affordable to help our environment and to help inflation and all the things. Would you get one? Like you had to trade in your other car though.
1: I think the thing that I would have questions about is like, how does, how does commuting work? Like, is there a certain amount, like how high can this hovercraft go in the air before it's like alert like you're too high in the air you're getting into like flight patterns of actual planes like i would have a lot of questions about like is there a highway how do i get around then i would get it when all my questions are answered
0: what if it was like just like a 10 feet off the ground like a quite literally just a hub. sure and you would still use and you would still
1: use the same highways yeah. like we would just be on the, yeah i would probably get it. <gasps> that's different that's not scary to me. I'm not like fucking flying a UFO.
0: I wonder what the driving test would be like.
1: Yeah, that's true. Cause how do you
0: like parallel park hovercraft? I don't know, man. <laughs> you would think we were stoned recording this episode right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we're not for those for the record. This is where we went with this. I had a question
1: about scooters. We're not. I mean, I wish. <laughs> I'm not. We're not. It's not that kind of Monday fun day for me, unfortunately. Oh, my God. But
0: speaking of hovercrafts, I could get a space bear and we could call this a day. Same, same. Same, same, but different. That'll be the new... Are you trying to hovercraft?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Uh, I really, really had a... You know what? You ruined my visual of you on a scooter. It was like a really cute visual. I had like, I had like literally made you a cartoon Bratz doll in my head and had you like on a scooter and... (laughs)
0: Wow, that's actually amazing. Do you remember those? Did you guys have those? They were called dolls with a Z and you would cartoon them and put them in my space. Yeah.
1: A hundred percent. I feel
0: like that was also where I started to be more conscious of my body because I was like, my body doesn't look like these dolls. But then it was like a fantasizing like, oh, what if I looked like that? Like, what if my body shape was like that?
1: But like those dolls weren't even dimensionally correct.
0: No, no, no. Which like neither was Barbie for the longest time.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah. Also, I didn't like the, there was all the options for like makeup and I was like, I'm like nine. Like, I don't, de- <laughs> I don't have like turquoise, like my mom puts on turquoise eyeshadow, but like, I don't put on turquoise eyeshadow. <laughs> it's weird. Oh, I did.
0: I was, I did. Mm. I was big on the blue. eyeshadow When you were nine? So many of my students do. Yeah. Just to be fun. I was like, you can't tell me anything. Wait, your this students is cool.
1: wear eyeshadow?
0: Oh yeah, they wear full makeup. Eyeliner, mascara. There's a good handful of them that <sighs> oh come gosh. into work, come into work, come into school every day. I'm like, I even asked one girl, I was like, what time do you wake up? Her hair, she is so much herself though. She does like funky hair styles, like she wears whatever she wants when it's a dress down day. She comes in every day with different kinds of makeup on. And I'm like, What time do you wake up? And she oh, was i looks love at me that. Like, I'm crazy. I'm like, this takes, it must take you forever to get ready for school. And she's like, no, Mr. Chico, you just don't know how to do it. I'm like, all right, bye, girl. Yeah. Everyone's getting their periods. The fact that, like, I'm syncing up with some students is just weird.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is weird. That's so weird. Yeah. Do you know that? Because they tell you?
0: Uh-huh. The estrogen that's pouring through the oh, room wow. right now is just not normal, which is probably also why I'm extra exhausted.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, anyway. But
1: yeah, anyway, (laughs) that's all I got. Okay. What are we talking about today? Other than spacecrafts, space hovercrafts.
0: It's our half half centennial. You know what? We might, we we could just call it an episode. We talked about what we talked about. Yeah. Let's, that's it guys. Email us at, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Mini sewed. Oh, we did get an email. We did get an email.
1: We did. Oh my gosh. Google hates me. I haven't been able to, when I got my new iPhone, I'm able to sync up. Lucky you guys. Cause I haven't been able to sync up the email. So I don't know that you guys aren't emailing us. Celeste so let
0: Uh Jamie, who we spoke about last time, who she was, so, she wrote about how yes. excited she was that she heard her. She's like, I rewind, I had to rewind like three times to make sure it was really me. But she wrote a very, Aww. she's like, it's a sad day when you finally catch up on all the episodes. And now I have to wait a whole week till the next episode. And it only took her two months to catch up wow. on all the episodes. That's a lot of listening. God bless.
1: It's a lot of, like, we're, it's a lot of us in your ears. That's a lot. Yeah.
0: I won't read the whole thing, but she says, you really are my chill pill gal pals, and I really hope you get excited to get a real email. We did. Yep. I'm not sure where to post the episode review. You can post them on Apple. Apple. I don't know why every platform doesn't have the reviews, but if you have Apple Podcasts, no. it's right under where you listen. You can like leave a review um, or like rate the episode, um, and that really does help us, guys. Not like shameless plug, but it really does it help does. us. Um, mm. Episode 47 knocked her socks off to the moon and back. I smiled a little bit wider the three times y'all said my name on the podcast. Aww. Yes, I counted. And, um, you are the podcast equivalents to true rock stars in my world. I have an ongoing note in my phone Aww. with quotes that speak to me where y'all now occupy quotes with just words that naturally flow out of your mouths. And then she screenshot her notes section in her phone. <gasps> I have not seen this. I need to go. It, st- it started. No, I started to save it. I would say oh I most relate mostly Amazing. relate to Becca as a human deep in my soul. But dang, I wish I had someone who brought these conversations into my life with such a curious energy like AMQs. Yes, I say your whole intro with you two, correct timing, script, and all. And yes, I will probably re-listen because I can't wait a whole week.
1: Oh, that was nice. Oh, my goodness. I love hearing when people are like, oh, I found your pod. And then all of a sudden it's like, and now I'm caught up. I'm like, oh my, like, I just think about like me with my podcast. I'm like, I don't think I have a show. I know you do, but I don't think I have a show that I've listened. Okay. may Yeah. That's a lie. Trent Shelton's podcast is the only podcast I've listened to every single mm-hmm. episode of. But other than that, I don't have any shows where I've listened like from the beginning to now. So
0: that's a huge investment. I'm going to read the last sentence because I want to try and make you cry. Yes, you need to keep oh, Come on. <laughs> I'm yes, on my period. <laughs> yes. Yes, you need to keep recording the pod and talking. Give me a call if you need a reminder why you need to keep doing this. Very nice. Okay, no. <laughs> Very sweet. Just because we've been so stressed about so many things, and we want to like yeah. bring you our best selves and bring you the best that we can and with what we've got. So it's been a stressful time, I think. Like a vibe check, I think both ways would just be stress. It's a lot. It's a lot going on. Totally. Um, the world's starting to pick up. So that was like just a lovely, lovely reminder. So thank you. You guys don't even yeah. realize like <laughs> those, those little things, those DMs and messages. Yeah,
1: because yeah, we show up but we have our days, right? Which we totally share. Yeah. So, I mean, I know that we share them. Yeah. So it's like, it's no question. And I know, obviously it's very obvious when obviously it's very obvious. <laughs> wow. Here
0: we are. Wow. It's Monday. Oh, wow. It's Monday. <laughs>
1: um, that, you know, you, I'm sure all of you can tell, you know, when like, we're a little like stressy, mixed like stress or sins, but that's kind of what this is, is yeah. that we just show up anyway. Um, And I think that that's a great segue. Mm,
0: Damn. Segues.
1: Well done. Well (laughs) done. Into our topic. Which, would you like to tell the lovely Boo Crew what the topic is? Okay,
0: so I was listening to a podcast, and it was one of the commercials, and they were talking about something else. And I honestly don't even remember what it was because I voice noted AMQ right away because I thought it was (laughs) just so interesting. I don't even know if this is what they were talking about. But, like, how do you know when to give in and like keep going and just like trust the process and when to bow out and just give up. And I know, I know that the t- phrase give up is very negative, but there is a time where like you can just throw your hands up. And because I think yeah. we live in such a hustle culture, that's like, just keep going, just keep going. No, you don't have to do that. That's not exactly what you're here to do at all. So we wanted to talk about when to give up and when to give in and when to just keep like diving back in um, and what that's looked like for both of us. Cause we are both very different in this way. I feel you are very much more of a, like, just keep going, just keep going.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Like you've spoken, like you, <laughs> I am you've spoken before, but you've gotten I better am. at it.
1: I have gotten better, but once again, unfortunately, I'm very hopeful that these conversations can maybe just trigger something in all of your minds that where you're like, Oh shit, that sounds really familiar. And maybe you don't get where I've been. Like maybe I help you not get to burnout and like Becca has been burnt out and we, and, and it's not like it's been one time, right? Like we had a whole episode about burnout and, um, in that episode, I talked about how I literally got myself, I gifted myself like a stack of books about burnout. Like, literally, I was like, I'm going to become a student of burnout. And it's interesting because I haven't really shared about it as much as I thought I would. And I think that's because I was actually taking it in, like learning and being like, okay, I can recognize my patterns in this, that, and the other thing. There's one book that I'm reading right now. It's called I'm So Effing Tired
0: same girl my
1: gosh <laughs> like it is so again I'll link it we'll link it in the show notes but it's like you know when you're reading a book or like you're listening to a podcast like if you guys listen to us ever or listen to guests on our podcast and you're like nodding you mm-hmm. know like I'm reading the book and I'm like oh, my God. and it's not like tired like I need to go to sleep it's like tired like you feel like you're knocking your head against the wall. Like you're just like, oh my gosh, like just hitting the reset button, like in a spin cycle, like I always talk about. And it's such a good book and I can relate to it so much. But I think that in the process of reading about this stuff and being able to say like, oh wow, that's me. Like I do that. That's been so good for me to be like, oh, you know, like when people outside of my fishbowl give me information about myself, that's like, You know, the other day somebody was like, oh, you really do have like two speeds. Hey, it's like fast or sleep.
0: Oh, I don't like that.
1: Oh, I did not like that. And I was like,
0: I don't think that's true either.
1: (laughs) I think it is. Like, I think maybe not right now in the last, probably I would say like, let's say this calendar year, I'm really trying, But I'm like, shit, okay. What was eye-opening was I was like, oh, damn, like if that's how somebody perceives me, not that like we need to care about what people think about us. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm like, damn, like if that's what I'm putting out into the universe, that's exhausting. Like I don't want someone to look at me and be like, you make me tired just watching you. And that's what, that's what I was told. And I was like, fuck, I don't
0: want that. Oh, well that I can, that I can kind of (laughs) get
1: Just cause you're yeah, always, but like, go, I also go. don't want that. I know, but I'm like, fuck, really? Am I always go, go? And then they're like, okay, it's true. You've definitely like slowed down. Like we can see even like sometimes I'm like, I don't speak as loudly as I used to, or I don't like, I'm not like ah! all the time. <laughs> like I'm a little more calm when I'm speaking. That's
0: not normal.
1: <laughs> no, it's not normal. Yeah. But I'm like learning because I'm like, well, my energy stores are important. Like I don't need to be like outdoor voice all the time. Like conserve your energy, AMQ. You're getting older. (laughs) Like you don't need to be screaming at the top of your lungs. But it was so interesting because I was like, oh my gosh, on the outside looking in, if that's what you think of me, like fast or sleep, I need to learn to have a middle. Mm -hmm. Like I really need to learn to have a middle because I don't, like you said. Like an autopilot,
0: like a cruise control, a cruise control, not autopilot. Cruising. But a crew, what, like, what would that even feel like? Like, I don't know boundaries. what that is. <laughs> like, it would feel like. Boundaries. Yeah, those are getting better.
1: <laughs> Definitely getting better at boundaries. Not setting.
0: saying, not committing yes to everything you are asked to do.
1: <laughs> Still getting better at that, but I am getting better. You are, yeah. Like, I, yeah. I really am getting better. Like, it's just so, the disappointment that's attached to, like, saying no. I can't figure out if it's me that, if I care
0: projecting well, I don't know
1: yeah like I'm just like oh what if they're mad at me just
0: like how when we had that conversation when you first started oh my god do you have any idea how slow I have to say it TTC I always say TCC what? but that's not Why? it T T C it's letters I don't fucking know man I don't fucking know it's the abbreviation I don't know but like when that first started and I said you know like yes we have this schedule but if there's a day right. where like you just can't then we won't. And like, right. Not that I had to give you permission by any means, but I feel like because you think that if you say, Hey, I just can't today that you you've spoken about attaching that to disappointment. So I feel like voicing that first to be like, if you just can't, then we just won't. It's really that simple.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you know, I think giving up and giving in though is so interesting because Here's, here's, I wrote this down earlier when you said that to me, because I was like, okay, what would be like, you're big on journaling and prompts and all that stuff. So I was like, what are some questions I would ask myself? Like, okay. When you're like, do I keep going? Like we all love a good, trust the process, Shanti moment. Okay, fine. We both Mm -hmm. do at least. (laughs) I'm not going to say all, I'm going to say you. We love a good Shanti, trust the process moment.
0: But absolutely.
1: I, I'm like, okay, when you are sitting and you're like, okay, does this feel good? Is this feeling right? Do I push through? Mm-hmm. I just, I'm just like, I wrote down. I was like, do I, am I enjoying myself? Like sometimes you have to show up and do things that don't feel like there's a little resistance that comes with it, but does it bring uh-huh. you joy? It's it's a yes or no. It's like an immediately yes or an immediately no. Is it bringing you joy? Yes. Okay. I'm fucking tired, but I'm doing it anyway. If it's a no, it's like, Ooh, Okay. And then I'm like, I wanted to start doing this. I wrote down that I'm gonna start doing this. It's like, oh shit, it's not bringing me joy anymore. Oh, like when did that stop? Because I actually Mm -hmm. think it's important to be like, wait, how long have I been doing this on autopilot? (laughs) It's interesting Mm -hmm. that you said that. But just because you're like supposed to, or you think you should, or whatever it is, Like like we stay in relationships longer than we should, stay in jobs longer than we should, all that stuff. It's like, but why and when?
0: because yeah, then I think you we get numb. Back. You do. Yeah. You get mm-hmm. numb to it. And until you don't, and that's also a hard thing. That was one of those hard truths to admit, like when it's no longer okay. And yep. that's scary. And instead of feeling that fear and leaning into changing something that might be scary and, you know, dive into then those limiting beliefs pop up instead of pivoting when it's scary, it's easier to just stay the course. Yep. Um, this time of year, I always say all the teachers, I literally walked into school today and it, it's like a zombie apocalypse in the hallway. All the teachers <laughs> are, on, are on autopilot. Like we're like, hey, hey, like you can just feel it. It's always this time of year. It's just a tough time of year. So um, I think that being aware of that too is super helpful. And when it comes to giving in and giving up, yes, the burnout we go back to that episode. We have those slides, those helpful slides on our posts on Instagram for that too, of all the flags on the play. But there's also red flags in every other area of your life, um, which I found super interesting. Martha Beck is a life coach and she was on Glennon's podcast and I absolutely fell in love with her. Um, Of course. But she, she, I learned something from her and I've been practicing it and it has helped me tremendously. I would have in past years, the way that like, Patterns have gone in life been completely burnt out at this point I don't feel burnt out because I think that like you were just saying like how do you know when you say You make your decisions based on what feels like something you'd enjoy um, Mm. She she had this lesson in conversation about what feels warm like your body physically reacts (sighs) And when you feel like it's warm your nervous system warms up you feel warm and comforted That's the right decision Mm -hmm. even if it's just for a second Even if it's followed with fear, even if it's followed with doubt, what feels warm is what feels right. So I've really tried to practice that habit. And when I'm asked to take things on or I'm asked to, you know, like, can we do this? Can we not? Can we, you know... Whatever it is. Do you want to do this on the weekend with your friends or do you not whatever feels warm and if feeling warm means like sitting and just resting, then I'm going to do that. And if feeling warm means like, you know what, I need to be charged up by my humans because I am the most introverted extrovert of life, then like I will choose that. But that habit and following has really helped me connect to my body, too.
1: Yeah, because it's
0: really like your body, our bodies really are telling us what's right. Our bodies really have always been on our side. As much as we've shown it such disdain and discomfort, it's still always been there and shown up for us when we needed it and has been trying to talk to us forever. We just haven't been listening. So follow the warm is just I mean, it's either follow the warm or like follow the butthole clench. That's the other one. If it makes your butthole clench, then do or it or the pu- or the
1: pukey feeling, but that's not always a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Like it makes you so nervous. But so, okay, so here's an interesting thing about this warmth thing. Mm -hmm. Because...
0: Or the light, there's different names for it. Right,
1: yeah, but okay. But if I think about, if let's say, if we categorize it as warmth, which I totally Mm -hmm. get and I think it makes total sense. But the problem is with me is because I'm so anxious, like I'm a very anxious person, it's just become my norm. It's kind of like my baseline Sometimes when I'm nervy, I, I would feel like warm, but not in a good way. You know what I mean? Like no, there's a difference like, between
0: warm and like overheat and like stress sweats. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a warm light, like a warm, right? Okay. Not like an anxious sweat. Okay.
1: Right. <laughs> not like a temporal, <laughs> like a temperature thing. It's more of like
0: a feel. Or, no, right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I okay, not- got it. Yeah. We're not sweating. That's a like, good, solid follow-up. Yeah. Solid I was like, up. wait
1: a minute. Like I get, Mm-mm. I get like the equivalent of like coffee sweats without actually having coffee when I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, two, no. like I'm like, a you know, I'll be like, Oh, I, I, a couple of days ago, I, I turned to Andrew. I was like, is it warm in here? And he was like, no. And he, he, with such patience, like he's such an angel. He's so patient. He's always like his immediate response. No. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh. Okay, he's like, "What are you stressed about?" I'm like, a, "Great question. How? What a great question."
0: <laughs> yeah, that's asking to open up a can of worms, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, you're asking for it at that. Point. In this moment, I don't know. The fact that I'm yeah. warm and you're not, I'm stressed right. about. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh my gosh. So, what about relationships? Mm. Like now, this can kinds? be all kinds, all kinds, because there's obviously different circumstances for different ones. But, um, our good friend, Tony Robbins.
1: Yeah. We're a homie. Has a obviously. great,
0: yeah. He, he texted me, um, <laughs> this list of, <laughs> no, if he didn't <laughs> laugh, maybe they would have gone for it. Now cut that out. Trent Shelton also texted me earlier today. So did Mel Robbins. She was like, Hey girl. But, but he has a list of things to know, like when you need to give up or keep going in a relationship. Ooh, and I think that they're, that's good. They're yeah, they're very different, but I feel like there's some things that obviously are for more romantic relationships, but then there's others for like coworkers, friendships, jobs in general, mm-hmm. like when to give in and when to give up. So although some of them are pretty obvious, there are some where like you really need to dig deep and focus on yourself and your decisions and like where does your ultimate happiness lie? Um, and I think that if you're following your your pursuit of true happiness, then those are the types of relationships that you foster. Like if you're no longer communicating well or you're just like, there's no balance or like no one's meeting you halfway on communicating and you feel like it's just a one-sided communication and they're just not getting it. It's not your responsibility to make the other person get it. Right. Yeah. However, we're both over communicating. But you also need to speak up. I feel like that would be hard for both
1: of us cuz yeah. we have the tendency yeah. to be over like like it's very much like you, we I say the thing and then I'll be like did you hear it? <laughs>
0: like I'm such like yeah.
1: I got say it, it, it in a different way like yeah. So it's just yeah. um yeah. I mean with me I we've talked about this like you know when we were talking about what, that episode about um friendships like different forms of friendship and everything. I think that mm-hmm. for me I have a tough time, uh, like, you know, that saying like, you don't want to be where you're not wanted. I have a mm-hmm. tough time accepting that. Like, I'll be like, Oh, it feels like I'm not wanted here. But then like, without somebody
0: telling like you'll me, you'll try and prove yourself.
1: Yeah. But if you don't like, cause I'm such an overcommunicator, So I'm like, can you just tell me that you don't want me here? And then, you know. Of course, not everybody will say that. Oh, yeah, but people don't. Feelings? <laughs> no, they won't. Of course not. Because like they don't want to put themselves yeah. in that environment or in that position or they don't want to feel like assholes when really they're just boundary setting in their own way. Right. And then the other way around, yeah. like I'm like, okay, well that's, I'm being hard on that person because it is hard to have that conversation when you're like, you know what, you can, that, there's the door. That is a hard conversation to have, especially when there's no, again, we've talked about this, when there's no like you know, let's talk about a breakup. Like when you have like a breakup and it's like, ah, like I don't like this person. Like I don't want them in my life anymore. Mm -hmm. Leave. Like it's dramatic and there's like fireworks and it's just like, get out of here. But most, let's be real, most relationships ending or or slowing down or coming to a close in life, work, Mm -hmm. friends, whatever, acquaintances, they're not that dramatic. They're not like a super, you know, and for some reason, it just kind of like evolves in that Sizzle. way. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's hard to be like, so By If, yeah. if it's not, there's no real reason for it, you know?
0: Hmm. Hmm. I feel like this has been one of my red flags of when to give in and when to give up. Like, which way do I go? The fork is in the road. Do I keep mm. trying or do I give up? And if I have found, if I have felt like anything was one-sided and that I was giving more than I was getting. And I'm not saying that's a scoreboard situation. Like no. I also, oh, I no. hate when people do that, but like if I feel like I'm the only one making an effort and yeah. someone like, you know, doesn't also try, then it's like, okay, well then I'm going to back off. And if I back off and then I don't see you or hear right. from you, then I think that that sheds a light on it. Instead of me, ch- I, in the past, I would have been like, keep, I would drain myself. I would then start that overthinking of, well, I need to then prove myself. Like I'm going to do something or I'm going to say something that's going to make them want to hang out with me. It's like, that's not my fucking job. I will continue to work on me and meet me where I'm at and dig deeper within myself and show up accordingly. And they're going to also do that or they're not. Um, Also classic Brene Brown research. You can only meet people as deeply and as authentically as they as they have met themselves. Exactly. uh, When we're people who do that a lot, like we are love a good personal development moment and take the time to bow out off screen and work on ourselves and then show up on screen to talk about it just like we are now. There's no way if we did if we didn't dive in and work on ourselves, we'd be able to talk about it. No. Or put ourselves in the ring. Speaking of Brene Brown, I'm just gonna keep that metaphor up um or example up. But you know, and it's so true. And I think that that has also shed such a big light that, you know, you can't make somebody do these things. You can't make somebody want more for themselves or get to know themselves more than you want that for them. And I think that that has been a very definitive, okay, here I am. I've done literally all I can do. And if they're not going to see it, then it's my time to bow out. And, you know, if they come around, great. If not, also great. (laughs) Yeah. I think that comes with confidence building too, within ourselves.
1: And remember, I I mean, I've talked about this a few times, but I do remember early on early days of the pod, I talked Mm -hmm. about how I really like external validation has always been a thing for me. I didn't realize it though. I didn't realize it until I started going to therapy. And then the way that other people viewed me was so important to me and it's still there. And I think that Many of us, <clears throat> like I'm an extroverted extrovert. I've had a really hard time coming off of this trip and being surrounded by so much stimulation and then not having that again. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I used to be, I used to see my worth through the eyes of other people. And that I think also has a bearing on how much you give in and how much you give up. Because mm-hmm. for me, I was like, it was for me, like you said, I never gave up. Cause I was like, well, no, there is no giving. There's literally no, there's no giving up. Like, I I need this. Like Yeah, that wasn't even on like the table. Me. No. Yeah. I need to be liked. I absolutely need to be liked. You have to figure out how to like me. It's a you thing, not a me thing. Like, it was very much like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to deal with this. Like, if you don't like me, then I have to figure that out. And so for me, it was like mm. running yes. away from... All that stuff. And then I was like, oh, wow. Like, why does this even, like, why do I care? And then it's those things that we hear. Like, if you don't like them, why do you care if they like you? Right? And that comes from deciding, oh, I actually don't want this person in my life anymore. So why do I care that they mm-hmm. don't want me in their life anymore? It just, but some of these things make so much sense now. But when you're in it, it just doesn't. For whatever reason, no. you can't compute it. You just can't. Mm-hmm.
0: Until you find yourself just tired. Yeah. Like, like you just can't eat. Why am I so exhausted in this, you know, r- whether it's in this job, in this relationship, in this friendship, anything, if you find yourself more exhausted than charged up and invigorated and, you know, just like feel like you've been plugged in, yeah. then why? Best and it's probably because point number two, you don't feel valued and yeah. Like we were just saying, if you're constantly feeling like you need somebody else's validation and you don't feel that, which, like, again, you don't – that's okay. Yeah. Like you don't like everybody, so how can you expect everybody to like you? But it is one of those, like, that's another red flag. If I don't mm-hmm. feel like you're – I'm a value and you're not communicating or acting like I am, then, see, like, that's fine. I'm not going to give that much then – pouring back into you because it's just it's a boundary and it has nothing to do with not liking the person as much as it does with like knowing your worth. Ultimately, if you value yourself enough, you'll know when it's time to bow out and when to pivot, whether it's from the job, from the person, from the obligation, anything. If you signed up to do something and you felt like the company that you were doing this with didn't value you or your time, you wouldn't want to keep doing it with like working with them. So it's the same thing with humans. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give an example of something because
1: it happened to me recently and I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, when you have those friends, I mean, uh, of course, pandemic. So many of us have not seen people, fine. But you know, those friends, bless their souls, they mean well, I'm sure, who will message you and be like, hey, we need to get a drink sometime. Hey, we need to catch up sometime. And you're like, when I look at that message, I'm like, let's do it. So <laughs> that I'm like, yeah, let's like when? plan. <laughs> like, okay, here's my calendar. Slot yourself in. And then like crickets. And you're like, huh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I have a few people like that in my life. And I'm like, ooh, those people are simply, because now I know this because of all this work that I've done and therapy. But it's literally them filling like a void like oh I should probably message AMQ. I should probably yeah. tell her we should hang out. It's self Then when I go to fo- mm-hmm. yeah like when I go to follow through and I'm like let's go then. Cool, cool cool like pick a day and you don't hear from them damn, like that hurts more. Like I'm like, I would, I almost wish you you didn't reach out at all. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And I've like, I literally, I'm going to be real with you. I had, I had a moment last week where I was like, yo, I'm going to call you out. (laughs) I was just like, if you don't want to hang out, don't send the text because I am the most follow through person I know. So like, I'm a follow through, like I could be overstretched, you know, I could be adding a a seven and a half day to the week, but like, let's see each other. And Mm -hmm. if you're going to just text me and be like, Oh yeah, let's see each other. And then not answer back. And it was so interesting. I literally was responded with, wow, I feel like I'm going to be literally the response was, wow, I feel like this is going to be a topic on your, on your podcast. (laughs) I feel like oh my god I'm going to be spoken about on your podcast and I was like, well it's one of those things and it's like, here you feel why did you feel like you needed to send the text if you don't actually want to hang out and it was just an interesting it ended up being an interesting mm-hmm. conversation but there's a lie of a lot of people that do stuff like that and I'm like oh mm-hmm. I wonder why that is and it's just because they feel like you know like you, that guilt like oh I should pr- I should probably message I should probably send that email I should probably do this thing and it's just
0: if there's not going to be any action though, it's very easy to be a keyboard warrior and just send the text mm-hmm. to like what, but for what though? I know. To check the box off your head? It's, it is. That's what it is. It's like a little list that you have. Like, I okay, like today it. I'm a good person.
1: I did that. I'm a good person. Yeah. And then it's like, but you ghost me for the rest of the time. Like that makes you even worse than if you hadn't sent the initial message.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One of those things, like how do that, you know, it's one of those, like, do you bow out or do you lean in? I don't know, but it that's, was interesting. Yeah. But
0: that's one of those things like, okay, when? And if it's not met with an answer, all right, here, I got, Yeah, here we are. I'm not going to chase. We're done chasing. It's Mm not, it's not cute. (laughs) It's (laughs) not cute. There's, okay, the next one is you don't want to fix it. So the second, he's saying that the second... Uh-huh. That you start planning I'm going to put air quotes here Planning your escape Meaning like If you're planning an excuse To maybe not attend Or if you're planning An escape to like Leave a relationship If you're living with the person If you ever start thinking of like How you can leave your job Or how you can leave that circumstance It's time Like oh. if you all—if you just don't want to That doesn't make you a bad person If you come to the feeling Where like you just don't want to fix it That's also okay Yeah Like you don't It's not your responsibility to keep trying to fix it Hmm. in whatever realm it is okay but then that's where
1: you yeah but it works for anything
0: and yeah that's also
1: where you're like "Uh uh-oh like i'm gonna see this is where i this is my issue this is this is the stage of that of like the separation where i'm like okay okay uh good because he has
0: other breakdowns of this so because i'm like
1: i'm like "Uh uh-oh I gonna hurt somebody's feelings.
0: Like I would always
1: yes. rather my feelings mm-hmm. be hurt. Like literally that's, that's why I'll ask people because I'm so confrontational. I'll be like, do you just not want me to call you anymore? Like, do you just not want me to text you? And people will never know how to respond. I've literally never had someone be honest with me in that moment because they're probably like, "Uh," and I'm like, just give me an answer. But then if I had to do it myself, I would be like, Oh, I'm going to disappoint this person. I'm going to hurt this person. Like I would rather be hurt myself. Then be the one projecting the hurt,
0: you know? Do you think that that's why you do that though?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm like, cause I'm like, just hurt me. It's fine. Like, just give it Mm -hmm. to me. Like, lay lay it on me. I can do this. And then I don't get it laid on. And then it's like, but
0: can you though? Like you're okay. Like you'd, it still stings though. Right. So then, so then what? The sting comes and then.
1: I mean, it's happened to me a few, a few times in the last couple of years for sure. But then the mm-hmm. o- other thing has happened where it's like no answer is given and you're like, come on. I just, I like, I like for things. I feel like not- that's cowardly. Yeah. That's cowardly. I just I like, like close I'm just going to say
0: it. It you is. Know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Chapter done. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Like just have that conversation, but I get it. I understand once again, not everybody is you and that's what makes the world yeah. interesting. You can't expect
0: just, you from everyone else. But. No, but it's like, damn. but that's also like, you're, you're. we, we tell like, especially growing up and like not growing up. What the fuck back? Like in the, in Anyone? the, in the ghost. Yes. Monday, everyone, the ghosting society. Mm. Like if we say that it's shitty yeah. when guys ghost you, mm-hmm. then don't ghost your friends. like like don't be that asshole just say what it is if you don't want to hang out and you're not feeling that vibe anymore then just say it it's really okay my new
1: thing is okay because this is actually true we we're like this too everyone everyone has a lot of ways that you're getting in touch with people right we're getting emails Mm -hmm. although nobody emails anymore As we know, uh, there's like (laughs) Facebook Messenger, Instagram, your text, maybe you're on like Snap, maybe there's WhatsApp. And so I do this new thing now where I... (laughs) I'm so oh aggressive, aggressive, okay? This is such an AMQ move. I write with like an asterisk on each side in capitals. Any of my friends who are listening to this episode who have gotten this text are going to be laughing aloud. So I'll, in capitals, write bump and put an asterisk on each side because I'm Fucking bumping BMP the out. conversation because I'm yeah. bumping the conversation. Yep. And if they don't answer me back, I'm like, yo, you're written off. That's
0: my... <laughs> Wait. Oh. My friend just walkie talkied me. What? What? Speaking of, (laughs) I'm going to keep it in. I'm going (laughs) to let her know that we're recording. Wait, I don't even know if the microphone picked it up. Did you hear what she said? (laughs) I heard it. I heard it. So, I. Apple Apple watches have the walkie talkie feature. I have no idea what you're talking about. And it just comes through. There's no warning. What? Okay, on your Apple Watch. So we can walkie talkie each other. This is not don't tell me about it. You know what? Okay. That's not. No, no, that's a bad thing for me to know. No, about. I'm going to do it. I'm gonna do it no. with you. I'm gonna do it with you, but when you do it and you walkie-talkie someone, it comes through the watch. There's no warning, <laughs> so she just started talking and it just comes through. Like I can't. It's not like a text message where you open the text. <laughs> so she just said, "I just sent you a TikTok for with a <laughs> of a girl with a dick for an arm." Wow. And she calls me Baca like driving. from a Pitch oh, Perfect. <laughs> the timing She's of that—that's so what she says when she walkies me. Oh. That's that my walkie-talkie not nickname. Have been Now I'm going to walkie-talkie her back. Hold on, Malin, if you didn't want to cut this, you can. No, this is too good. No, keep it in. <laughs> uh, hey, Kitty Cat, we're recording, and you telling me about that TikTok just came through on my microphone. So enjoy episode 50 at the 48 minute mark where you come through telling me about a girl for a, with a dick for an arm. <laughs>
1: Listen, you cannot make this shit up. That was the timing of that was so amazing because it was like the definition of a bump.
0: She said, I'm, she said, I'm so sorry. I'm really not.
1: Wow. Oh, that was right. amazing. Oh, anyway. Anyway. Okay. Well, you said Tony had a, what did you say? He had like a, oh he breaks it yeah, down. Yeah, breakdown.
0: Yes. So. Um, when you don't want to fix it and you feel like you need the courage to leave, there's some things, leave, whatever it is, like give up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 When you feel like you're ready to give up. Now I have no idea if this is what he is intending it to be or if it's just for romantic relationships, but I feel like you can see it in all avenues of life. So let's unpack this. Yeah. Yeah. So recognize your desire. Oh, wait, no, not that one. That was a bad one. Face (laughs) your limit. (laughs) That was very much like romantic. But face your limiting beliefs. So in addition to our human needs, we all carry around limiting beliefs that prevent us from reaching our full potential. So our limiting beliefs um, about are you like fearful, for example, if you're in a relationship? Are you just fearful of being single? Are you fearful of not having the comfort of what you're just used to or the comfort of your job or the comfort of, you know, like this friendship that you've had for so long um, is the limiting belief that you won't be okay without it. And that's a hard truth to admit. I know for me, when I was in my very toxic, abusive relationship, um, that was what it was. It was the comfort of like, well, what? What's going to happen if I bow out? And I'm, I'm just going to be that because he always would say, like the person would always say, you're just going to leave someday. I know it. I'm going to push you to your limit and you're going to leave. And I was like, and it was almost like a game which is totally fucking manipulative. That's terrible. But then it becomes a game like, see, I told you you were going to leave. I told you, but it was like, right. You know? So in that situation, yeah, that's, that's kind of a mind fuck. But in other ones though, what's the limiting belief? Like, is it that you don't want to? Is it fear? Is it doubt that you're going to make it or meet somebody else or another, have another job that you like? I think, you know, I
1: think sometimes too though, it's, it's not even the fear of, for example, like the fear of being alone or the fear of being in a job that you like better. I honestly think that sometimes as humans, it's hard for us to recognize this, but fear of maybe it working out and then having to figure that out along the way, like, Holy shit. Mm -hmm. What happens if my feet don't fall from underneath me? If I actually get footing in this next step of my life, if I do feel grounded But Mm -hmm. then what happens after that? For example, okay, this is a great example. When you're outgrowing people and you don't want to, like you so badly don't want to because they represent such a good time in your life, right? We've talked about like reason, season, lifetime when it comes to people in your life. But it's like, Mm -hmm. sometimes you don't want to. You're like, I don't want to let go of those people. Like, I don't want to let go of those memories. And we've convinced ourselves like by letting go of them, we have to let go of the memories, which isn't necessarily true. And I think that you're like, okay, well, if I step into this new me, for example, this person who values X versus Y, I'd probably lose these people along the way. What if that actually looks better than this life, right? Like mm-hmm. that's saying like, you have to give up your old life to have your new life. But I think mm-hmm. we're worried about how we'll need to show up as a higher version of ourselves if things actually go better than we planned. I think we think fear is like this negative thing, but I also think that fear is great because if you can get on the other side of it and you do, let's say you do fuck up, fine, you learn. And let's say it goes great. Fine. You learn. Like it really isn't a bad thing in my mind. Truly.
0: Yeah. I think in that circumstance, you have to give up in order to give in to something else. You have to give up. yeah. Mm -hmm. There is like, you're never going, you have to give up your old habits. You have to give up your old bullshit in order to get your new shit and to Mm -hmm. see what it's like. Um, So I think that that's also super important. Like this isn't very black and white and it's so personal to whatever you feel for you. But what does it feel like if you raise your standards and empower yourself? You're going to feel fear when you do that. And like you said, you're going to lose that old life. And I think that that's something that we've really, actually, this could be a topic, write it down. This could be a topic for another episode, but Mm -hmm. they don't, I don't think we talk enough about the grieving of your old self when you step into. I I agree because self like almost on a daily
1: basis, but only because I've done all this work. I don't think I would recognize that in me if I hadn't done all this inner work. Right.
0: Yeah. But I think that there's, there's like, it's tied to a bunch of other things though. Mm -hmm. Like when you have to like really find a grief for, empathy showing that old version of yourself empathy showing those decisions that you made when you didn't know better or even when you yeah. did know better you were doing the best you could in that time and you have to kind of grieve that and grieve the way that you showed up then and who you were then and say goodbye and that's how you kind of like raise your standards and empower yourself too by being able to cut those things off and those habits and those actions and those thoughts off and Times where you did give in when you probably should have given up or the opposite times when you've given up and maybe you should have given in and being able to realize what that would have that what if game, though, can really be a spiral. So being super conscientious of why those thoughts are coming up and those feelings are coming up is so hard and that's why we call it hard work we never came on here and said that this shit was easy by any means no yeah but when you start to replace and you start to show up like who you would want to and you start to show up like the friend you would want or the partner you would want or that or the job position that you would want when you start to show up as that coworker that you would want for example you see your life start to unfold and for that to happen sometimes some things do need to be shed And that's so hard to do, but also an old version of you has to be shed, which is also really hard to do. So Mm -hmm. it's such a, it's such a beautiful journey though. I think when you really surrender to like that craziness and it feels like chaos, it probably sounds a little chaotic when you are doing it, it's slowly, you'll call it habit stacking all the time, AMQ. But Mm -hmm. like when you start to do that, you start to really see it unfold in such a magnificent way. It's how you step into your power
1: yeah and how I you think,
0: find out who you are, deeper connection to yourself. I think you said you said this too
1: a few minutes ago. but sometimes you really do need to bow out so that you can lean in mm-hmm. because uh, it's just like how, you know, me and you can go back and forth about something totally, but then you insert someone who is not emotionally invested and they see a perspective, right? It's like your therapist. Like I can talk to you about something and you'll just be like, cause you have like, you're emotionally connected. So you're always going to be, even if you're like, I'm going to be real with you, you're always going to protect. Like, you're always going to be like, I'm protecting her in my own way. Like, I want to be honest, but mm-hmm. in like a nice way, but your therapist is like, I don't give a fuck. Like I'm calling it like it is. And they just have, like this bird's eye view of everything. But sometimes we need to do that to our own life. Like we literally need to step out and just be like a spectator almost and reflect on it and then be like, okay, these are all the different rooms. I'm going to only choose to go into these three rooms of my life versus these 18 that I was once in, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. you can't do that. You literally can't do that without bowing out. You like, So many of you have watched me through these episodes, these podcast episodes, talk about saying no to certain things that I didn't necessarily want to say no to, but they opened up so many other opportunities saying no meant time and energy that I had to say yes to what I didn't know was coming because it was scary to say no, but then other things happened for me and I was like, oh, okay, got it. Mm -hmm. I'm available, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't easy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Tony has a quote that says you don't always get your goals, but you always get your standards. And I think Mm. that that's really important to also think about that. Like Mm. you're not always, we're not saying that like when you do these things, it's always going to go according to plan. But if you hold true to your own standards of how you are as a person and what you expect from other people, places and things that you surround yourself with, um, what's that saying that you become most like the, The five five people you're closest with. Yeah. You
1: surround yourself with. That you
0: surround yourself with. Yeah. It's it's just like that. But in other areas of life, it's the same thing. What you tolerate is what you're gonna curate in your life. Um, ooh, that was a good one, Beck. Mm, Write it down. (laughs) Write it down. (laughs) But I hope that this has helped because I think that and again, it's it's not black and white. It's very personal based on your life circumstances. But Following the things that AMQ and I have said like she follows the joy I'll follow the warm because the heat makes her very anxious yeah
1: it's like I'm really glad I followed up with that because I, I hummed and hawed that, while you were yeah. telling it I was like do I say this
0: but for, for I, was, I you saw like- your wheels turning your wheels were <laughs> yeah. totally turning when you start to look out your castle window I'm like oh <laughs> shit she's got a She's not sure about this one. My full anxiety lawyers
1: will understand, though. You'll be like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's true, man. When I feel like I'm not on a fire, sweat. that's not exactly what I want.
0: No, you don't want to be on fire. You want to <laughs> feel right. It's a feeling of being right, not a feeling of fight or flight.
1: <laughs> that's Yeah, like I'm overheating. Is there a space yeah. heater near me? Because I feel like I have a space heater attached to me.
0: <laughs> I have a space bear and a heat bear, a warm bear next to me. Oh my gosh! But um, yeah, and hopefully you know this help you kind of pivot and practice. It doesn't come naturally; you have to practice it. But it can start with something as simple as like you don't want to do that on Friday night.
1: Yep. Or if somebody has texted you three times to get together, just tell them never give you a to. fucking calendar hold when you send them your Google <laughs> calendar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then just give it up. You know, like it's,
0: mm-hmm. it's you have other friends, okay? And if not, you, go find. You don't them. need. To, we do not. We are too bad, bitches trying to we can't be chasing people that goes for you too yeah we're trying to schedule podcast episodes okay come on (sighs) yeah life is too short to be chasing anybody Mm -hmm. whether it's friend or relationship or anything so if you feel like you're just constantly sending those google calendar alerts and nothing gets filled (laughs) or they don't try and like actually book something with you then just go and be like i see you boo i see you or i won't
1: see you boo
0: yeah or (laughs) or i won't see you boo (laughs) That was good. That was good. Oh my god, that was funny. <sighs> wow.
1: We. How you we, feeling? We really laughed, and we're so. Fun. This episode is so interesting because it's like we just laughed so hard at that walkie-talkie thing, and then we're like, and right back into unpacking
0: this Tony <laughs> Robbins statement. Forget about the girl for a, with a dick for an arm. Let's get back into giving up and giving out. I do feel. That's like Do you life. notice though? I. I have noticed, like, I don't. I, I. know I don't listen to the episodes back. I live them. It's beautiful. It's fine. But when I go and clip things for content, mm, mm-hmm. I yes. sometimes will just go right to the end just for like funny shit. And both of us do this every single week. And I don't know if we realize it. We both inhale and exhale at the very end of the episodes so heavily as if, and I, I think it's just a subconscious relief. And like a recentering of ourselves, like oh, that felt good. You know, I say these episodes are so wow. cathartic. Every single episode, even the funny ones that were just like off the cuff episodes, every single one, we both inhale and exhale. The exact- we just did it.
1: Oh my gosh, I didn't know. It's did funny that.
0: to see on, but Zoom it makes we, total we- sense.
1: Like it makes sense totally because yeah. you're right. It, it we really mm-hmm. we literally are going to say this always, but it's so true and it's so. Interesting because I was talking to a few people about this actually when I was down in Punta Cana, but like a lot of other people have questions. Everyone always wants to know. She what's just said, pod, cana. right? She just said, cana. it's Punta Cana in Canada, okay? In the States, it's Punta Cana. Oh, that makes Very sense. Weird.
0: I understand why you say it now, though. Yeah. Because you say, you don't, I don't say I Canada, it, I say I Canada. Call,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It would be funnier if you said Canada, though. So I think you should start. Where
0: are you going? Canada. I'm taking a trip to
1: Canada. I think you should do that. You know, it's part of the British empire. Canada. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my God. A lot of people have questions about the podcast, right? Because I mean, listen, starting a podcast is something that I think a lot more people than I realized duh, when we started a pod would love to do. But then when it comes to like actually crossing that bridge and doing it, it's, it's scary as fuck. And we did it. Like we crossed the other side. So I get a lot of questions about it as I'm sure you do. And a statement that was made was like that listening to us, people can just tell that we like, we just give zero fucks about like, Percep- perception. And we're just like, this is how we're showing up. And we're walking through like the hard, the confusing, the positive, like all of it in the way that we approach our topics is just even so different now. And I agree. Mm. Like season one, we were like, <laughs>
0: like we were know? There was you certain, episodes, I, think, I can't p- think them off the top of my head, but there was some episodes where in the very early s- stages that we would voice note each other back and forth to either be like, Hey, I just need you to like shake me from this real quick. Or yeah. should be like, maybe not. Cause they're like, Oh, oh, they're going to think, I forgot to say this. I should have worded it like this. That was a very hard thing for, I think both of us to learn. I had to stop listening I, to
1: the podcast over and over. Cause I would, I would listen yeah, to it every you,
0: you were, yeah, you were, you were yeah, listening to, to it. Like, yeah. I had to stop. Mm-hmm. And we I love a good support. boundary setting moment, but, yeah. but I think that we it's helped us both relinquish ourselves of that stress. It's not our responsibility how other people are going to perceive us. It's our responsibility to speak our truth and what feels right. And again, circling back to giving up or giving in, if you're speaking your truth, it is not your responsibility how someone else twists that and perceives that because no. everyone's going to perceive that based on their own lived experiences. But mm-hmm. if they know you, and they know your soul and your heart, so then they're going to act accordingly. And if not, then that's okay too. That's and we step do,
1: out of but- line, we apologize. Or if we yeah. learn something, we fucking we address do better. it. Yeah, yeah, like, and that's the thing. Like, we wouldn't be the people we are today if we hadn't started the podcast. And so that was Absolutely. the conversation I had. I was like sitting there with my pina colada, bobbing up and down in the pool. Like, listen, Becca and I are she people She had to that- tread water though. We would have, I had to tread water, of course. I didn't have my little swimmers on, but my little arm things. I was like, honestly, who knows Like, what, who I would be because you can't know, right? You can't know. But I'm like, 100%, I am a different human as a result of this podcast. Like a self-aware and uh, yeah, better. Better in a lot of ways, but also only better because I had to fucking address so much of my own shit because it came up during episodes. Like we, literally like, it it came up. Like we would have guests and I would be like, oh boy,
0: like that's yeah.
1: oh I need to work on that. And you and I would have conversations and I'd be like, what? I didn't even notice that. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's literally like a write that down moment <laughs> so many times. And we've just yes. changed so much. But we've had to, in this process, like give up things, give in to things, learn how to work together, learn how not mm-hmm. to work together. There's so many things that happen in a process, even like this podcast, where this particular topic is important. Mm-hmm. Knowing when to stop fucking taking 19 million hours to make graphics, <laughs> like just so many things you know
0: yeah and what's important like where to put your energy where can i and those are those little moments though that i think make the bigger ones able to happen like when you can like give up or give in like where am i going to put my energy what's the priority here on those little things you practice that and then you're able to do it on the bigger things Mm -hmm. and communicate we were essentially on um what's that show not 90 day fiance it's one of those though like we dove in and did the thing before I I don't think I, I mean I at least I did not understand what a partnership like this would look like in this ring arena <laughs> for sure did not yeah. realize what it was going to be like and it's very much like you need to learn how to communicate oh, <laughs> and no you need that. And like how you're going to give in and what you are need to be like, okay, you got like, you got this. I got this. Yeah. Divide and conquer.
1: <laughs> Which we, well, you've heard us joke about it. Cause like I'm yeah. such a control freak, but that's changed. So like literally thanks to the podcast. Now I'm not like that in so many other parts of my life, but it was only because of the podcast where it was like, it wasn't an option. Like you actually, like you actually have to relinquish control. There's no option here. You either do or the podcast doesn't happen. Like there's just no option. And then as a result, I'm like, what if I try that in this part of my life? And what if I try that here? And it's had a very positive mm-hmm. reaction, I guess you yeah. can
0: say. I will say pre-podcast AMQ. I Now correct me if I'm wrong, please. We love that. <laughs> but I don't think pre-podcast AMQ would have ever chilled out, truly chilled out and enjoyed herself in Punta Cana. <laughs> sorry I'm trying but <laughs> I don't think AMQ would have truly enjoyed Something points again and be like deal with the taxes like I'll, no. I'll catch up and we'll figure out the rest when I'm home no and I, no I had to actually, read that a few times I was fucking like terrible like I, I, was,
1: I wasn't I down to be like do it but I also was like fuck what can I do from here like I can't I literally what can I really do from here other than like worry which I still did like just not verbally yeah. you know Yeah, I, 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 there's no way I, I, who knows what I would have done. Like pre-podcast AMQ would have been like, can't we get on zoom? Like, what do you need? Like, you know, can you, can you FaceTime me when you're at the account? Like who the fuck knows what I would have done, but it wouldn't have been that. It wouldn't have been like, no, I'm going to go drink out of a pineapple and talk to you when I'm back.
0: I <laughs> I, never have, I, even that. Said, I was like, do you want these updates or do you just, cause I don't want to like leave you out of the loop, but I also don't want to bring any chaos to your trip. And you're like, just let me know when I'm back. Like, we'll figure it out. And I'm like, cool. Yeah, we will. We I absolutely will have done that. Never. No, never, no, never. For no, sure. Not no. you would have been like, talk to Andrew. <laughs> which I still had to do but still... Yeah. different though. Those different. Different. Same same but different. So thanks for being here for half a centennial everyone. <laughs> don't give up on us. Give in. Oh
1: my. Wow. I just don't even There's, know. I don't even see know. See, I did
0: that. I don't that that even know. That was good I feel.
1: Wasn't that was that one of my better ones? Don't give up on us. Give in. <laughs> so just keep Come on, on. Keep on listening is given. Give up is stop listening and given is keep listening. We would like the latter from you. We would like
0: the latter. Yes. Can't wait for our second half centennial. (laughs) We're going to have to do something big. (laughs) Our centennial sequel. That's a good one. I think that for our hundredth episode, we need to
1: record it together. Like that's, we'll do that. We'll make that like a goal for sure. That's like not even an option. We have to do that for sure.
0: Yeah. Cause a hundred, a hundred is like.
1: With Malin, yeah,
0: hundred. That's three. Lot. This is there's a reason why we started our episodes with a zero here, friends, because we were like we're gonna be in the Hundies. We have yeah. to have zero zero one. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, I don't actually know why we did that, but we did, and then we stuck with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it looked better. It looked cuter anyway. <laughs> so cheers! You have water, right? Mm-hmm. Are you drinking water or is that seltz?
1: I'm drinking water out of a mason jar because that's what the hipsters Is do. Is
0: that regular water? It's water. Yeah. It's not like cells. From my sink. Okay. okay. I don't know why it mattered. I just wanted to, <laughs> it has nothing. Now that we're no, holding Mary. up our
1: waters, I really think we should just do a very easygoing episode where we do the thing we said we were going to do at the beginning of our pod. We are like, we should do like an episode where we like try different flavors of things and compare them.
0: We should yeah, do Yeah, but that. we can't do swallow sounds into the microphone because I'll fucking kill you <laughs> Don't do it. Don't you dare. Oh, it's in my ear holes. I can't take it out. She swallows so hard. She swallows. She's a hard swallower. Okay, guys. Speaking of swallows, slide into our DMs. You know what to do. We love y'all. Thank you for being here. Can't wait to see what our next half centennial and here's too many half centennials to come. Cheers, bitches! Cheers. I got, got you, boo. boo. Okay, thanks. Love you. Bye. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Thanks for being here, Boo Crew. Love our vibe? Rate, review, share, and subscribe. And don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I Got You Boo Pod.